0: This episode is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. Experienced wealth managers who go above and beyond to guide and support you. CanDo is more than just an attitude. It's navigating today for a brighter tomorrow. Visit CanDoWealth.com
1: Hello, I'm Michael Simmons and this is Coffeehouse Scots. Today I'm joined by Katie Balls and Stephen Daisley. Now, this afternoon was meant to be Hamza Youssef's reset. He was going to do a speech in the Scottish Parliament announcing his plans for the SNP and the Scottish Government over the next three years. But that's been derailed by a development this morning
2: Katie, what happened? So the SNP treasurer, Colin Beatty, has been arrested by police investigating the party's finances. He's been taken into custody. It's the story, I think, leading the BBC, most news outlets today. And he's being questioned by police Scotland detectives. Now, this is part, I think, as we've spoken about previously on Coffeehouse Scots and, of course, covered on the website, this ongoing investigation into the funding and finances of the SNP. And it comes about a full night after um, Peter Morell, the former SNP chief executive, and, of course, Nicola Sturgeon's husband, was also arrested was not charged it's worth pointing out when he was arrested but I think we're now in a situation where uh, you look at this you look at the luxury motorhome development recently where um, that was seized from offices outside of property on the same morning that Morel was arrested and I think any sense that the s was turning the page that Humza would have this chance to you know set out his own agenda clearly the baggage of the past is still there and I think this has lots of ramifications. You've got to see where it goes. But I think particularly politically, Hamza Youssef, Nicola Sturgeon's preferred successor, I think it'd be fair to say, is now under pressure, I think, to you know take a stand. Is he going to suspend various people? What's going to happen?
1: And Stephen, picking up on what Katie was saying, today was meant to be Hamza's reset day. Is he now just so tainted by his connections with what's gone before that he, he can't reset whatever he does?
0: You know, I, I just sort of hope for Hamza Yusuf's sake that he kept the receipt for that monkey's paw, um, because it, it, it might have got him the uh, the leadership, but I mean, my goodness, what an absolute mare of a time he has had since winning um, the leadership. The, the today's speech program for government speech sort of functions like the king's speech does at Westminster and it is the opportunity for the first minister to stand up in Holyrood and set out their agenda now what we know so far from the speech that uh, Hamza Youssef is, is will be giving is that themes are going to be equality opportunity and community there's going to be a lot of focus on you know Issues of reducing poverty, strengthening public services, and obviously addressing some of those legacy problems, including the ones that were there when Hamza Yusuf was Health Secretary, you know, with the NHS, but also in education, transport, and other things. Now, this should be an opportunity for Hamza Yusuf really to properly introduce himself in policy terms to the general public. He, I mean, he does certainly, you know, have you know name recognition. He's been a minister for a decade, but this really should be his opportunity to say, "This is who I am. This is what I stand for." problem is that tomorrow in in, tomorrow's newspapers and tonight on on the news, this is going to be, his speech is probably going to come second to the fact that the treasurer of the SNP has has been arrested. It is pretty difficult now for Hamza Yousaf to sort of pull his leadership out of, of this, and I think not least because he was widely seen as the continuity candidate. In fact, he even accepted that label early on, although he Flip flopped and changed his mind about it, but you know he was generally seen as the candidate that the the kind of the Sturgeon leadership, uh, the, the the hierarchy, the establishment of the party, they wanted him to be the successor, or, or at least they, they they settled on him as the successor, and so it's it makes things you know much more difficult for him to essentially sort of distance himself from what is now very problematic, and of course you know it means that the opposition. You know, have this huge, huge goalposts and and plentiful opportunities to score, Um, and you're seeing that particularly with Anna Sarwar now in Scotland, uh, the the leader of Scottish Labour, who is going, you know, really hard um, on the SNP over these uh, this police investigation, and you know, it is it's very difficult. Hamza Yusuf has to respond to it with one hand tied behind his back because there's only so much he can say, and this is all obviously. This is about the old regime and he is seen as the the continuity candidate of that old regime.
1: And Katie, just on Labour, Keir Starmer's been spending more time in Scotland. Are they sensing an opportunity now?
2: Yes, I think we've got to the point now where things look so bad for the SNP that there are some Tories who are actually a bit worried (laughs) in the sense I think a a dented SNP might uh, lead the way to a small Labour resurgence. Um, I think they thought Hamza Youssef on the Tory side was the type of character who would also be divisive enough that they would get the Scottish Tory vote out. But now I think if you look, we don't know what's going to happen yet. No one has been charged. But if you think about the ongoing investigation at the very least, um, imagine if this does end up in a court. um, You'll have a situation whereby this could, you know, drag on, you think about the time for, you know, a year, two years more. This is a a backdrop that's going to be really difficult for the SNP, particularly because you have a leader who is not in a place and doesn't, also doesn't seem willing to um, particularly draw a line under it or do things you might need to distance yourself from the past. If you look at Yusuf's comments on how he doesn't think Nicola Sturgeon should be suspended, which some in the party disagree with him on. So I think we're now in a situation where there are concerns, I think both amongst the SNP, but also interestingly, amongst some conservatives, that this could be leading to a big Scottish Labour resurgence. One that really helps Kit Stammer, which is why you can see, you know, comments he's made, spending more time there. Also just Anna Sawa currently, you know, touring, meeting lots of the Scottish Labour candidates. Um, Quite a few have already been selected. Talker Crichton, uh, former member of the lobby, former political journalist in his home seat uh, in the Hebrides. You have Douglas Alexander already selected in East Lobia, which I think is like the key or the, you know, one of the easiest they see target seats and they have all this time and therefore you could have a situation you know, speaking to smp figures uh, in the past few days where they think Scottish david could probably easily take 20 seats at the next election which would really change the both the political landscape but also the electoral landscape in terms of the two main parties down here and finally Stephen,
1: going back to the investigation in the smp's Accounts that are registered with the Electoral Commission. There are three named officers of the party. Two of those have now been arrested. The third is Nicola Sturgeon. Is she likely to be questioned?
0: Well, I mean, that is the one of the great unknowns of this. Um, the Police Scotland has obviously been playing this uh, very carefully. The you know obviously the statement that went out today didn't name the the treasurer of the SNP. It just said a seventy one year old man. Although that has you know, uh, has been reported as as being Colin Beattie. The the question about Nicola Sturgeon, the honest answer is we don't know. Nicola Sturgeon is not at Holyrood um this week, we understand, and that that was a statement that was um, put out uh, just at the start of the week. She is of course I think she's been sort of you know questioned doorstepped a number of times. Um we'll have to see how how the uh, the investigation you know develops and continues and it is of course worth saying here that no one has been charged with any offence you know um Peter Murrow was was questioned but was released without charge and Colin P T is um I think as we speak being questioned but as as yet no charges um have been brought so I I think it's one of those things where journalists we're very impatient for the next development but I'm afraid we're just going to have to wait and um and then let the police do their job
1: Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Katie. And thank you for listening. Now, just to remind listeners, Coffeehouse Shots is going to be hosting a live event, the Coronation Special. That'll be on Wednesday the 10th of May at 6.30pm in the Emanuel Centre in London. And you can join the spectators Fraser Nelson, Katie Balls and The Daily Telegraph's Camilla Tominy as they discuss what the historic coronation of King Charles III will mean for the United Kingdom. To get tickets, go to spectator.co.uk forward slash coronation.